Welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org or come join us at 10.30am every Sunday. Phil, are you ready? Better pray for Phil. I have to do it from two metres, but Father... You, you all at home can do it even further away. So, uh, Lord, we just pray for Phil. Pray that you will bless us with what he brings us this morning. Father, I pray that our hearts will be touched. We will be transformed, Lord, by the word, by the washing of your word, Lord. I pray for wisdom for Phil and that your spirit will be upon him. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you for that. We... We're here, a handful of us on Friday morning praying, and um, we prayed for Ruth. Uh, she was here, and we stood uh, more than our two metres away from Ruth. We stretched out our hands, we prayed, and the Holy Spirit came on Ruth. And I just want to encourage you, wherever you are, no matter what distance parts of the Holy Spirit can fall on you, that's my prayer right now as we just look at the Word of God, is that actually the Holy Spirit will fall on you and touch you this morning. And uh, this reminds me a little bit, it's all a bit surreal this, and it reminds me of when I did my leadership training and preaching, and I had to preach in front of a handful of people who then took it away and dissected it and rubbished it and did everything to it, so please don't do that, because it's not very encouraging to be honest, uh, sometimes anyway, and, uh, but I hope that you get something from this, because it's one of those times is, what do you preach in a time like this? Where did you go to? And I've been praying about this this week because, of course, it is Mother's Day and we want to wish every mother a happy Mother's Day today. And while you can't be with your mothers, maybe, and spend time with them, we uh, trust God will bless them. And we want you to be blessed if you are a mum. We want you to be blessed today. And so I was going to do a Mother's Day talk, but in light of our circumstance and where things are at, I have uh, been seeking God. And I felt God led me to speak to you from Acts in these unprecedented days that we're in. Um, it's not a time that uh, we should shrink back from. It's not a time that where we're told to self-isolate or to keep our social distance, that then we suddenly shrink back and we're not being the church as we truly should be. And we, as we know, I love Chris's picture he put on Facebook this morning, that we don't come to church, we are the church. And we can meet and serve our communities wherever we are. We are the gospel of hope. We have the gospel of peace, and we can bring that wherever we are. And, uh, and it's so easy for fear and anxiety to come in. And even last night, as I was, I was sleeping, and I had this dream, I dreamt, having seen the news, and um, I dreamt about just what it'd be like to not be able to get your breath. And I felt fear just come into me in that moment. And I woke up, and I just gave it to God and said, I don't need to be afraid. And none of us need to be afraid in this time. And, and so I'm going to take us to a passage of the early church this morning, where the early church, it was all new to them. It was a whole new day, a whole new time. And they were out of the synagogues, and they weren't meeting there anymore, and it was very different. And that is how it is for us today. But this is what it says. So if you've got a Bible, I'd like to take you uh, to Acts chapter 2 and verse 42. This is one of my favourite passages. I've preached on this many times over the years, particularly when I was church planting. 
and we want to encourage people that we are this whole new community and we're starting a new community in a new place. And um, so I'm just going to read just this one verse and I want to pick out some things from it. So I'm reading from the New Living Translation. All believers devote themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. And I just want to focus on those few things that they did, four things that they devoted themselves to in this new day, this new day of the early church. And they devoted themselves, first of all, it says, to the apostles' teaching. And it's great that for us, we've got Bible. They were teaching it there and then. This is where they were beginning to teach and to preach all that Jesus had taught them. They were teaching to these new converts, these new believers. But thankfully we've got the New Testament, we've got the Gospels, we've got Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, we've got the, uh, the, the books written there, the letters written to the churches. We've got them written by Peter and John and by James and Paul and they've written to the churches to strengthen and encourage the churches. And I want to encourage us at this time that we get into the Word of God, we actually go back and we look at Jesus. You see, there's no other time like this than to really focus our attention on who Jesus is and what he's done for us, and that he's won our salvation for us, and that he's forgiven our sin and he's brought us into the family of God. And even though that family isn't connected face to face necessarily, we're connected together by the Spirit of God. And we can be there for one another, whether it be through social media, the telephone, or um, shouting across the hedge, if you live close enough. But actually, we can still be together as the people of God. And uh, but I, I'll go on to that in a moment. But we are, I want to encourage you to get into the Word of God, that we can be strengthened ourselves, and through that, strengthen one another. And I also encourage you to go back to some of the talks that we've been doing uh, on uh, this year particularly, it felt like, as I look back over the talks that have been, we've done in the church since January, it does look like that almost God has been leading us and preparing us for this time. That actually that we are not to lose heart in the battle, that we're to strengthen ourselves in the battle, that we're to be those that walk by faith and not by sight. And, um, and actually there is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I think there's an opportunity for God to do something amazing through this time. And so I want to encourage us to be those that listen to the Word of God, go back online, listen to, even go back as far as our Joshua series and look at what God spoke to us about taking land and the difficulties and the battles they fought to get through to see the promise of God fulfilled. And I believe God will use all things for good. Even this situation, I want to encourage us in that. So just to encourage you, let's devote ourselves to the truth, to the word of God. Stay to encourage. Let's not be listening to all the negative. Let's not be listening to uh, false doctrine and ideologies. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus and let's see what he says. And let's look to him. And while God may not speak specifically prophetically into this situation right now, there is actually the word of God that gives us the whole picture and the plan of salvation till Jesus comes again. So let's get into that. Secondly, it says they devote themselves to fellowship. And as we said, we've got to work that out in a new way. They were working it out in a new way in the early church. We're now having to do that. Work it out in a new way. How we connect using the technology that God's given us. Let's encourage one another. Let's get through, 
connecting with one another, whether it be by WhatsApp, whether it be by text, whether it be by email, whether it be by video chats and video conferencing. I want to encourage us, even in our groups, let's find ways in which we strengthen and encourage one another and we fellowship together. We have opportunity to pray for one another and, uh, and to bring encouraging words to one another. I want to encourage you to do that right now. And also that uh, through that we can we can actually reach out to others that don't yet know Jesus. And I thought it was interesting this um, yesterday we put a note through our neighbour's door. They are an elderly couple, um, got severe underlying health issues. And we've been uh, just thinking about it, so myself and Sally put a note through their door. And I was actually out mowing the lawn yesterday afternoon and my phone went. And she knew I was mowing the lawn, so she thought she was ringing Sally, which then our neighbour was ringing me actually, but I run them back later and they said she said she opened it when she saw the car but we just offered any help they needed anything we can do in this time and she said when I read the car I just burst into tears thank you so much and actually this is what it's about not just fellowship amongst ourselves not just remembering us but actually reaching out and looking for those around us that need hope that need someone to come alongside that need someone to draw near in this time. So I want to encourage you in that. Take the opportunity to reach out in your local community. Another story is that one of my members of staff at work just rang me up on Friday and said, is there any way I can help? I'd like to volunteer. What can I do? So I passed the details on to Ruth. Ruth had her down here packing park food parcels yesterday morning. She's a non-Christian. I spent time just worshiping, sharing the gospel with her and talking to her about the things we did as a church in January, straight after Christmas, there's only her, her in the office. And I had an opportunity, an hour and a half, just talking to her. And out of that, she's then volunteered herself, and now she's been down here as part of what we're doing. I think it's just God doing something. God's at work, let's expect it, and let's pursue it, and let's see what God will do during this time as we reach out and care for those around us, and not just for one another. Let's encourage one another in these things. Thirdly, says they shared meals together, including the Lord's Supper. Now, we are in a position where we could perhaps go to McDonald's, or we could go somewhere, we could get a takeout, we could sit in our cars, side by side, we're still separate, wind is short, we could eat together like that, but that doesn't feel like we're eating together much, does it? It doesn't really work that well, but actually what we can do, we can take communion. And I want to encourage you that to, you may do this regularly in your group or not, we don't do it. We do about six, eight weeks in the church, but I would encourage you that actually this is the Lord's meal. This is God saying, this is a remembrance of what I've done. This is reminding ourselves that God's in control, God's in charge. And uh, actually as we do that, there's a faith step to taking communion around our dinner tables. That's how they did it. They ate together, including the Lord's So That meant they took that around the table. They had it, they, they took broke bread and they drank wine as they sat and ate their meal and they remembered Jesus and they remembered his great salvation. They remembered what he done on the cross he took our sin. I remember actually that by his stripes we're healed, that he carried all our sickness and disease and we don't have to be in fear, we have a hope in Jesus. So let's remember that. Even we can do that daily, at every meal we can do that. And it's just a way of connecting, of remembering. And if we all did it and we were all taking that around our meal table in an evening, we're doing it together. Even though we're not sat together, we're doing it together. So I just want to encourage you to remember that. And fourthly, it says, 
They gave themselves to prayer. They devoted themselves to prayer. Now, I carry a burden for prayer. And, um, and it's great when we get together. I love our prayer meetings. For me, they're probably one of the best meetings of the week is to pray. When we pray on Sunday morning, we pray on Friday morning. Some of the best times God meets us. God leads us and directs us in our prayer. We don't know what we ought to pray. And in a time like this, what should we pray? The Holy Spirit will lead us. And I would encourage us. Today is a national day of prayer called by the National Churches Together and the Evangelical Alliance. Let's take time today to pray for our nation. Let's take time today to remember the nation of the world as you listen to the news and you hear the spread of this disease right across um, and this virus going across nation after nation. Let's cry out to God. Let's pray. Let's draw near to him in prayer. And let's remember today we can pray for our nation that once again our nation will turn to God. Once again that our nation will bow the knee. It says in Isaiah, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive them and heal their land. It's a time to be devoted to prayer. It's a time to give ourselves to praying that God will turn around our nation. That when there's no hope, when there's fear and anxiety around, actually people turn to Jesus. And I was listening to uh, Jeremy Simpkins this morning, who leads the Christ Central Network, uh, Apostolic Sphere. And he was saying that in other nations where he's working, he's hearing stories of people who are connecting into church, connecting to online, live, live streaming church that have never connected before. More people effectively attending church on a Sunday than ever before. This is an opportunity for the advance of the kingdom. Let's expect the kingdom to grow. The interesting about these days, in early Acts, in the early church, doing a new thing, God added to their number daily. Wouldn't that be great for us? God added to our number daily. So let's be those who pray. And, um, and it seems like we're going to have quite a lot of more time on our hands than we present. If you're working from home, I'm going to be a home worker from Monday. And I know that uh, when I've got people coming in and out, I've got the phone going all the time, people wanting to see me work, that's not going to be the same anymore. I'm going to have more time available. I'll be answering emails, I'll be making some calls, I'll be receiving calls, but I will have more time, I know I will. And I just want to say, use that time for good. Use it to spend time with Jesus. Use it to pray, use it to study, read the Word of God. Let's just make the most of what God's given us the opportunity for here. Let's do it to bless and encourage and serve one another. And also, if you're interested, I was speaking to Andrew Davis last night on the phone, and he's, I was just trying to talk about what they were going to do, they're doing a, he's pre-recorded his talk, it's going out today on their screen, and his talk is Adventures in Prayer. So I want to encourage you to connect onto that, why not have a listen, we know Andrew's a great preacher, and uh, I'm sure you'll get something from that to encourage you in praying. Actually, there's some adventures in prayer for us to make during this time. So I want to encourage you to connect into that. So, to just list those again, come back to devote ourselves to teaching, to the Word of God, to study the Word of God. Let's devote ourselves to fellowship by whatever means we can. Let's devote ourselves to the Lord's Supper. Let's remember Jesus, remember Him in this time. Remember He's on the throne, He's the King, and He's going to work out His purposes, and He will bring good out of a bad situation. And let's devote ourselves to prayer, seeking the face of God. And I want to conclude with this. A final word says, 
In Ephesians 6, verse 10, Neil preached on this just a few weeks ago. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Let's remember he's sufficient. He's enough for us for such a time as this. He's enough. So let's remember that uh, we can be strong in him and in his mighty power. And we don't have to give ground to fear. We don't have to give way to anxiety. We can give ourselves fully into Jesus and trust him. So let's be strong in him. And let's strengthen ourselves in God at this time through these scriptures. So I'm just going to pray for us. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you for the example of the early church. We thank you this was new. They hadn't got a plan or a strategy of how to do church. They just devoted themselves. Lord, and I pray for us in this time, for those that find fresh ways to devote ourselves. We'll make time to devote ourselves. Lord, that we would give ourselves, that Lord God, that uh, to one another and to yourself, and to your word and to prayer. Lord, I pray would you help us, Lord, that we wouldn't become lazy in these times, that we wouldn't become um, flippant in these times. God, I pray for us to recognise the days we're in and to hear from you and to draw near to you. So Lord, I pray for every one of us right now, right across the church, that they would be strengthened in God. I pray for divine strength now to come upon people. I just encourage you right now, just lift out your hands before God. As I pray that uh, God will give you divine strength. That he will come to you where you're feeling fear, where you're feeling anxious right now. The Holy Spirit is going to come to you right now. He's going to meet you right where you are. He's going to touch you right now. So come Holy Spirit, I pray. Touch every heart, every life, young and old. And we thank you for this children's tuning into this. I want to bless you in Jesus' name. For our teenagers, I bless you in the name of Jesus. For all others, I want to bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's be strengthened in God together, I pray in Jesus' name. For his glory. Amen. Amen.